Hello, travelers. Welcome back to the Solo Travel Woman podcast. I'm your host, Sarah, and in this episode, we're going to actually dive into learning through travel. So we're going to explore the ways to integrate enriching learning experiences into your journey, including language classes, cooking courses, and craft workshops. So whether you're a lifelong learner or just looking to just, you know, pick up a new skill while exploring the world, you are in for a treat. Hello and welcome to the Solo Travel Woman podcast. My name is Sarah and I am a huge travel enthusiast and also the host of the show. I am so excited you are here. Women join this show so they can become empowered and inspired to get out into the world as their true authentic selves and say no to all the fears and stereotypes that surround solo travel. But that isn't all we do. We also inspire women in their everyday lives, whether it's at home, in business, or of course my favorite area traveling so I invite you to sit back enjoy the show and become one of our empowered solo travel women learning through travel is more than just a way to pick up new skills it's about immersing yourself in a new culture understanding different perspectives and really breaking away from your comfort zone which that's something as a solo travel woman we want to do and we strive to do. I mean, traveling solo alone breaks you out of your comfort zone. And so from learning local dances to mastering the art of a local cuisine, the world is just honestly completely flooding with opportunities for you to learn and grow. I personally always believe we should always be learning, always be growing. We should never think we know everything. Life would be boring, right, if we didn't take time to learn and constantly grow and really just kind of dive in to what makes other people tick and other people thrive um, to ultimately help our own lives. So one of the most rewarding ways um, that I like to learn while I am traveling is kind of picking up a new language. So obviously I'm fluent in English. It's my first language, but I also took years of Spanish classes. So if I can dive in and like really learn more of the Spanish language or any other language while I'm traveling, even if it's basic phrases like thank you or hello or you're welcome or where is the XYZ. I really do try to do that no matter where I'm going and no matter what the language is because it's one a wonderful way to connect with locals and show them that you respect their culture, you respect their language and their home. And also it enriches your travel experiences. I know when I was in Peru, one of the coolest things was going to the market where you barter and being able to ask, you know, how much in Spanish and also understand, which is cuanto cuesta, um, and also be able to, um, you know, get a reply back and know what they're saying. And don't mock me for my like pronunciation of things. That's where I struggle. (laughs) is the pronunciation. Um, but I try, I try my best. Um, and so that's all you really can do in, you know, when you are immersing yourself in a language and learning a language. Um, and you know, there's different ways to do that. So one of the suggestions is I'm not the biggest fan of apps like Duolingo or Babbel, but it is a way to get started. I definitely more recommend a coach or somebody who specializes in a language to do one-on-one learning with. But if you can't afford that, or if it's just not realistic for you, then, you know, downloading one of those apps definitely would work um, and at least help you learn some key phrases. 
Also, there's different language meetups. Um, so you can go on meetup.com or one of those type of sites and look up different language learning and language exchange meetups, or maybe even enroll in a language school to practice speaking and really try try to dive in. I mean, I know also like when I went to Greece, my tour guide would like give us different, you know, words to say and I kind of took that on. And so don't be shy either about making mistakes. I mean, it really is all part of the learning experience and the learning process. And most often than not, a local is going to appreciate that you just took the effort, that you tried. Because a lot of people don't, a lot of people are very stubborn, a lot of people are very set in their ways. And so for you to even just try is a huge thing. Now, let's dive into cooking courses. I personally love taking a cooking class. I don't know who doesn't love indulging in local cuisine, but a cooking class is an absolutely delicious way to understand a country's culture, traditions, and of course its flavors. I have done chocolate making classes in Peru. I have done pasta making classes in Italy. I have done I'm trying to think. Oh, I went to this really cool place in Greece. I went to a vineyard and learned how to like can my own Kalamata grapes and also stomp for my own wine. All of these really cool things I think are one of the best ways to not only immerse yourself in a culture, but also just to learn something new. Um, so when you are traveling, I definitely suggest researching local cooking classes or culinary schools in that destination. Um, on my website, you solotravelwoman.com, if you go to other travel services and scroll down, there's a place that you can add your own activities and book your own activities. And the site that it brings you to has a plethora of options for your own cooking. You can do cooking classes, wine tasting classes, all of that kind of stuff. Um, like I said, when I was in Peru, we used to visit markets and we would walk around and just try the different fruits and veggies and cheeses and, you know, barter with them and pull all the ingredients. And then we learned how to cook a lot of different foods. So visiting local markets, um, on your own or with an instructor to really learn about the indigenous ingredients and then their uses. Um, one thing in Peru is like, there's so many different variations of corn and potatoes that I was just like, I'm so used to just my little yellow corn on the cob and my redder normal Yukon like type potatoes. You know what I mean? Um, but there was so many different options and all of them were used for different things. So to me, that was extremely, extremely cool. And like I said, so, and then when I was in Peru, um, I ended up being, I don't want to say stuck because it was such a blessing to stay there an extra like week or two. Um, a hurricane had hit the States and I couldn't get home and all the flights were sold out or too expensive. So I ended up staying a bit longer and I went to um, this chocolate place and I learned how to make, you know, authentic chocolate and you know, cocoa and all this kind of stuff. And that was fun. I got to bring, make my own like chocolate lollipops and all of that stuff. So, I mean, whether it's making a dish, you know, a pasta dish in Italy or sushi in Japan, it's just truly an unforgettable experience and a chance to really bring a piece of your travels back home. Because to me, that's the coolest thing, right? Is learning something in another country and coming home and sharing it with the people you love. So, you know, learning how to make pasta from scratch in Italy and coming home and doing that for your friends and family. Um, sometimes I tell my clients and I've even done it myself before I even go to a country, I'll do like theme nights where I'm like eating local dishes um, from that country that I'm going to be traveling to. 
and I cook them. You know, I spend the time to learn and do that prior. So just some fun ways to get yourself excited about a trip, bring it home after the trip, and then also just have memorable experiences while traveling. Another really cool area to keep learning while you are traveling is through craft workshops. So it's a great way to immerse yourself in local artisan culture. And that can mean anything from, you know, doing pottery in Morocco or, you know, leather bag making in Florence. Florence is known for their leather. I mean, Italy in general is, but my gosh, every market in Florence, you're just going to find leather bags everywhere. It is insane. I bought a leather bag in Florence um, when, or well, in Tuscany, I went, when we went to um, Siena, I got to buy a really cool luxury um, leather or authentic Italian leather bag there. So there's different workshops, of course, that you can participate in, or there's different artisan markets that'll host um, actual craft workshops right there at the market. Or you can at least just talk to a local craftsman and, you know, talk to them about the process and learn that way. You don't even have to just hands-on do it. Um, also, in um, when I was in Barcelona, there was cool mosaic mosaic classes where you learned how to do mosaic um, paintings and you can make like a mosaic coaster or plate or something. Um, so that was really, really a cool thing to do there. Um, I'm trying to think of what other activities you can do while traveling that are crafts. Um, Oh, when I was in Adam, outside of Amsterdam, we learned how to make clogs, uh, so the shoes. Uh, and that was really cool. We watched them from everything from like chop the wood to make the clog to how they refine it and how they shape and mold it. And it was, it was just really cool. So definitely keep an open mind and don't be afraid to try the different artistic experiences um, that you see. And even if you don't consider yourself artsy, like even if you, I'm not an artsy person with in that form, like I sing, you know, I do other stuff, but in that form, I'm not. But it's still the most, it's, it was the coolest thing, things I did while traveling. And so just so you know, too, I think one of the biggest things when you do stuff like that, and like, let's say you go to an artisan market and you do a craft workshop, you know, let's say the leather bags in Florence, for example, not only are you learning something and, you know, creating an experience for yourself, but you're really giving back to the community because you're supporting that local artist. Um, we all know, you know, artists can struggle, right? When they're not big and famous, like it's a day by day thing. It's a paycheck by paycheck thing. So you're supporting them and you're allowing yourself to create a handmade souvenir that is just chocked full of memories, right? It is packed and you'll never forget that experience you had when doing it. There's also different beyond like structured classes and workshops kind of look into doing educational tours that offer deep insights into the local history, architecture, ecology of a location. So I'm a history nerd. I will do any tour. I'm that person that goes to a museum and I'm there all day because I read everything. I want to absorb everything. I want to learn all the time. And so educational tours are a really good way to do that. So you can focus on some that really, um, focus on educating you about local environments or heritage or culture or the history of a city and always opt in for those tours to be led by local experts or guides not someone like if you're going to Morocco I wouldn't hire someone from like America you know what I mean like get someone in Morocco because again you're supporting a local artist you're supporting local businesses um giving back to the community but also you're going to get authentic 
true accurate information because that person is from there lives there and they're going to be excited and passionate and then you might even learn some hidden gems that you wouldn't learn from just someone who learned about a place from a textbook you're learning from a person who lives it and breathes it every single day so I have done so many historical tours. It is not even funny. And so I can give you a whole, whole list of them, but there are definitely specific tours that are going to be catered to educational experiences. And ultimately it's just a great way to learn more about your destination, but while engaging with the community and environment in a very respectful and meaningful way. Everyone knows I am extremely passionate about travel. The one thing I wish though, is that I would have started at a younger age. This is why I am so excited to say that I am now sponsored by Little Passports. Little Passports is a subscription that allows children to start their life of exploration right from their own homes. With monthly boxes being sent directly to your child, they will come fully equipped with all different ways to learn about world geography, animals around the world, oceanography, so many amazing things. So not only are they having fun, getting to explore, but also learning amazing, amazing things. So definitely check them out. You can get 10% off by clicking the link in the description of this episode. Happy exploring. And the last area that I want to focus on that keeps you, you know, having those experiences and allows you to learn more. And we've talked about this on other episodes, but it's really focusing on volunteering, which is obviously we all know it's an impactful way to learn through travel, right? It provides a unique perspective, a deeper understanding of the local community. It allows you to get hands-on and one-on-one time with locals and to give back and to really immerse yourself in that culture. Um, so depending on what type of volunteer opportunity you choose, you know, definitely try to choose one that aligns with your skills and interests, but also the needs of the community. And this could be anything from ocean conservation to, you know, environmental change to habitat for humanity type things where you're building, you know, shelters and homes or disaster relief. You know, if a place gets, you know, taken over, or destroyed from a hurricane or a tsunami or an earthquake, going and helping rebuild and doing what you can for cleanup. Um, all of these things, one, not only will you feel just so empowered because you're giving back to a local community, but you're also fueling your soul and your desire to learn about the people of that community and learn a new skill. I mean, let's say you do go and you build, you know, build up shelters and homes after something happens. You know, I'm not a builder. I don't know how to electrically wire a whole darn house, but you might learn that. How cool, right? And then you can bring that home. So it's just such a cool way to do that. And the people you're going to meet, because you're going to be so close and one-on-one with so many people because you're participating in such an intimate experience when you're volunteering, you're going to make lifelong friends. And so you'll consistently be learning um, before, after, and during that, that experience. So make sure that you respect approach the responsible volunteer organizations. There are some out there that literally just claim that they're good and that they offer these volunteer activities and they're not, they're money vultures, that kind of thing. So really do your research. If you go and listen to my volunteering 
um, tourism uh, episode, you're going to get, there's a whole list of companies there that I recommend. Um, so definitely check that because you want to ensure that your contribution is ethical and sustainable. Um, and you want to make sure you're giving back through the right community. So in, in volunteering could just be such a transformative experience that will enrich your soul, but also really gives you a chance to make a huge difference and impact in people's lives and those communities. So that's kind of all I have for you today. Um, I know these episodes have been shorter. I don't know. Let me know if you like the shorter episodes, if you miss my really long ones. I tried to just post what I'm feeling and put episodes up that I'm that I'm feeling and I'm resonating with and I'm passionate about and that doesn't always necessarily mean they're 30 minutes long right um you know this one I was just really passionate about because I, I do think learning through travel really transforms your journey and into a more enriching adventure full of new skills insights connections and and it really allows you to take a deeper dive into that culture and appreciate the nuances and then bring home more than just memories and silly souvenirs you know, so whether it's mastering a new language or cooking a local dish or crafting your own handmade souvenir um, or just discovering hidden gems on some type of educational journey and tour, you know, you can, there's so many opportunities to learn. They're endless. And just make sure you always remember we do it as solo travel women. I said in the beginning, I said it all, all the time. But remember, it's about stepping out of your comfort zone. It's about embracing new experiences and really allowing the journey to shape you. So I encourage you on your next adventure, whether it's solo or not, to really explore, to learn, and to grow. You know, I think those are just the key things that a solo travel women focus on, and I hope you continue to do that. So thank you so much um, for the joining me on this episode of the Solo Travel Woman Experience. Uh, podcast. If you do have any experiences or tips that you'd like to share about learning while traveling, or if you have any of your own, you know, personal experiences, etc., or any ideas for future episodes, definitely let me know. And don't forget to subscribe. Until next time, happy travels. I just want to give a huge shout out to our sponsors, Tourlina, Little Passports, and Spotify for Podcasters. This wouldn't be possible without any of them or without any of you. And so if you could, on whatever platform you choose to listen to the Solo Travel Woman podcast on, whether it's Apple, Spotify, Google, any of those, please give us a rating, drop a little bit of a review. It really goes a long way and we would appreciate it so much. And until next time, happy traveling.